Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on Christmas movies that get us in our feels and much, much more. Press, what's poppin', baby? Schools, man. How the hell you been, bro? Man, I'm all right, man. How about yourself? Brother, 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 man. It's been a minute, man. But hey, bro, I'm good. Just in the midst of these holiday vibes, bro. And just uh, just trying to soak everything up, man. It's uh, It's been an interesting year. But uh, I would say... Uh, Definitely looking forward to uh, making some new memories, uh, obviously, over the holidays and going into 2024, bro. You know, okay. like I said, man, it's just it's been a real one. It's been a real year. All right. I hear you. Yeah, I'm about the same boat, man. It's just just been working, man. Just been just been working, really. Uh, a little downtown here and there. But, man, other than that, man, God is good, man. We keep we're moving forward. So. So many people to listen to this show to reach out to us with their letters that we are so appreciative that you guys even care what we think. And the tone of a lot of the letters, man, this this year, Jules, it kind of left me kind of thinking about this episode today. And I'm like, man, I Mm. just want to make people laugh. Okay. Because I just feel like, man, times have been tough for a lot of people, man. 2023, (laughs) it didn't leave many prisoners, man. I tell you that much. And, uh, I can just see that there was a lot of pain out there from people that were writing those letters and even the letters that we have to do today. And I just want to make people laugh. You know, I think that, man, we try to do our best to to educate on the show. But, you know, today, I just want to make y'all laugh. Hey, man. (laughs) All right, cool. Hey, man, let's do it, man. Let's do it. But before we get into it, Jules, you know, I always like to to know what you got going on. And I know the audience, they always want to kind of stay in tune with us. So, just with the whole holidays that's coming up, man, what you got planned and what type of traditions is it over there on your end that you guys are going to be continuing on? Oh, man. You know, Christmas is on a Monday. So mm-hmm. it's leading after a weekend. So you know the hustle and bustle and travel and and and, and traffic jams and people just going to be everywhere. But. No matter what, it's not, that's not going to stop us because, you know, my wife and I, in-law, uh, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law, we're going to go to hang out in Navy Pier. I, I'm looking nice. forward to that, looking at the lights and winter wonderland. And, man, Press, this is just a time where I, I don't know who who thought of this. I, this was here way before we got here on Earth, Press. But the last last month of the year, to have this time to just – the greatest time, the greatest time, the joyous time, the miracle, whatever, the, whatever you want to call it, at the end of the, to have to see the lights, to see people are, you know, you know, people are friendly, uh, happy, and and you got the lights, you got the music, you got the food, you got just just and and I and I just soaked it up, I'm just like a little kid with it, you know, it's. It's a, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a good time. It's a joyous time of the year. I've been listening to nothing but Christmas songs in my car. Uh, <laughs> everywhere I go, I'm just playing Christmas music, singing Christmas music. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I'm just, you know, just just happy to, you know, just happy. Just, it's, that, it's just it's the season. It gets you in the mood, you know. I can just speak for myself. It just gets you in the mood, man. And, you know, so we're going to go hang out, eat, and just look at the, Look at the lights and look and probably get on that big ass Ferris wheel and you know <laughs> just enjoy the day with my family, wife and family and stuff like that. 
So we're going to do that Saturday. Sunday, um, I don't know. I think I'm play hooky from church there, Press. You know what? You deserve it. You deserve oh, it. Now. I might play I've been hooky. For, I've been playing hooky from church for a couple years now. But Okay. <laughs> yeah, I might play hooky. I might, might, might relax a little bit. Oh, you know. My wife, my wife, she's doing like a toy drive. She did like a like a toy drive for a church. They, her and the church, they did a toy drive. So we're gonna deliver the toys to to a shelter, a kids shelter, and uh, Saturday before we go out and stuff like that. So we're gonna you know do that, hang out in Navy Pier. Sunday, I think it's just gonna be like you know football, and you know I can't wait to hear you guys on the other end, and and then um, uh, <laughs> Monday is uh Monday is Christmas. Wake up in the morning. Wake up in the morning. You know, see if Santa ate the cookies and drank the eggnog and opened my gifts with, with my wife and and my family. My, my mother in law and sister law gonna come over and gonna have breakfast and exchange gifts. And man, there, there you have it. I'm off, so so I'm enjoy the whole day. Hit you up, prayer. See what you got going on over there. See what you get. What Santa left you under the tree and see, you know, yeah, so just go from ask. there. So I, so I gotta ask because. Uh, it was the wife on the on the good list or the naughty list this year? Or both, but she still gets stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's the only answer that is acceptable around here. <laughs> he says she's still getting a gift regardless. Yeah. My man. <laughs> yeah, but how about you, man? That's 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 the weekend right there. That's leaving up to Christmas, man. Man, y'all jam-packed. I um so I got a chance to do some of the lights, man. I've been traveling so much, bro. But I think you knew I was in New mm-hmm. York um, mm-hmm. earlier in the month. So I was covering a game there at Madison Square Garden. So I got a chance to go out there in Manhattan and take a look at the tree and see Times Square all lit up, bro. That was something I wanted to oh, do, wow. man. The folks in New York, man, the motherfuckers, they mad rude. But I was okay. like, y'all ain't going to kill my spirit around here, man. So I was enjoying myself, kind of kicking back and just like, Man, this shit like to you, Jules. I, I still have like that youthful joy when it comes to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though, like I said, this year has been a very trying and very interesting year. You know what I mean? Like professionally, man, I've been kicking ass. But personally, you know, there's some struggles that I've been kind of going through quietly, you know. And so this time of year, man, for me, obviously, man, I would love the joy of this time of year. Mm-hmm. But I'm also looking forward to the downtime. And being able to kind of press that reset button a little bit, you know, kind of think back over the year, kind of like some of the things from the year that I don't want to spread over to 2024. Okay. Let's make sure I do a better job of of being mindful. You know, I think that's going to be the big thing for me, man. As 2024 rolls around, I just want to be more mindful, man. I always feel like I'm purposeful, Jules, when I do things, but man, I want to be even more purposeful and just execute. You know, we had an episode recently on here where we were talking about your five-year plan. Right. And it mm-hmm. got me to thinking about my own personal five-year plan. And okay. I was like, man, it challenged me that I wanted to tweak some things in my own life. So there's a lot that I got going on in my mind right now. And uh, so it's going to be really good, man, with this holiday to have some time off work. I'm off work for two weeks, Jules. Oh, That's nice. my professional gig and the media gig. I'm not doing shit for two weeks. Hey, okay. Hey, man, but I, it's going to hey. be a good opportunity to reconnect, right? Because I feel like, man, I've been working so much that sometimes you get lost, you know, in the midst of all that. And so uh, I think I told you we're going on a cruise for Christmas. Yes. Uh, so actually, man, that was just me and my mom, man. Sydney and John, those bums, they backed out. Oh, really? Yep, sweet tea never was going to come. But you know what? As I told the audience earlier in the year, man, what my mom said last year Christmas – I want to go on a cruise for Christmas. What did I say, Jules? I said, I'm going to make that happen for yep. her. Yes, you did. And we still going to do that. It's going to be me and her. And guess what, man? We still going to have those memories. And, um, you know, my mom's life was on pause for years. You know, she lost her mother. My stepdad's had some challenges in life. My mom, you know, she deserves, you know, some fun, right? And so we're we, we going to try to make sure, man, we make that happen for her, man. So to the point that you made earlier, Jules, this holiday, man, this season is magical. I still feel the same way I felt as a kid. It's funny, man. I was watching, you know, kids at the store with their moms asking about Santa. And it reminded me of when me and my brother were that age, man. And we would be in the store, right? Picking out what we want and putting stuff on this imaginary list. 
You know what I mean? Oh, that yeah. night before Christmas. You know all the stuff that we talked about on this show before, Jules. Mm-hmm. But I found myself eavesdropping and listening to these conversations with the parents are having it with their kids, and I chuckled to myself. <laughs> it just it just reminds me of those moments, not only when we were coming up, but even those times that I had with Sid and John, man. So like it's just things that just it cracks me up, man. So this time of year, like you said, magical, man. No other way to even just think about it. Yeah, right. It's just man, you get you get you get geeked up when after after Halloween, you're like, all right, we, we got you know, we got Thanksgiving. Let's get Thanksgiving out the way. Then it's like, all right, here we go. Yep. Here we go. Prime time. Prime time, man. baby. But dude, that's that's gonna be excellent. You and your mom going to the cruise, man. Man, man, shots are out. Be good, shots are out. I don't know what they say nowadays, prayers. What's that? You know, we used to say big ups. I, what, what, you know what, what, let's just continue to say what we say. Okay, I don't know what I, these damn kids say nowadays. <laughs> Half the time, that shit don't make no sense anyway. I'm like, open your damn mouth, pull your pants up. I don't know what the hell you're saying. Man, but good looking out, though, Rez, uh, but you take him mom's, because you were saying how during COVID and with her mom, your grandmother passing, um, how she stayed in the house, don't want to have been anywhere. No. And that's been 2020. You know, we so about going on four years. Almost. Yep, going on four years, and here's a chance. He said, "You want to, you know what? She, she, she got off of it. Like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out. Just think, people. I haven't been out because of the, the, the. the we went through this horrible time. I mean, with COVID, where the, where the, where the whole country was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Man." On lockdown, and a person, people were scared to go out and stuff. I'm, you know, be around big crowds to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna do it, man." That that takes guts. And not only that, he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna help you, and we're gonna go and and do it and have fun together." Man, that's man, that's huge, man. I know she's gonna have a great a great time on that cruise. Man, she has an awesome son, and man. God, I I just want you guys. To, I know you guys gonna have fun, but actually, actually have uh, extra fun for me because that's that's amazing. You know, I told you I went. We went on the cruise in in August, and I I had fun. It was it was nice, man. I was like, man, I can do this every year. Yeah, you remember we used to do it every year, man, and and we got away from it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and thanks for those kind words, Jules. I mean, like I said, it's it's been one of those things that. Personally, you know, I'm not going to get into it too much on the show because I want to mm-hmm. keep the vibes up. But mm-hmm. I, I have been disappointed with people in my family not stepping up more, right? Because life is short, bro. And all we have is this short amount of time to make memories. And I feel like there's certain people here in my family that are being selfish and making decisions that they aren't thinking about other people, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to make a decision where you're like, this may be expensive or I don't know about like wanting to go on a ship. Whatever the case may be, right? You know, everybody got a reason or an excuse for why they don't want to do something. But sometimes you can, you do things for other people. And mm-hmm. it's okay, especially this time of year. That's and crazy. brother, uh-huh. I'm going to have a blast. I know. You know how I get down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I got pictures coming your way. Oh, and guess man. what, man? Mom, she's going to be in good hands, man. She oh, yeah. Good hands. Man. Dude, hey man, definitely send them, send them, send them, man, so I can be there with you. <laughs> I've already told her it's only two of us now that's going. But by the time that uh that ship dock, we're gonna have a whole crew of new friends. I said, don't you worry about that. Oh yeah, you know how I am, Jules. I yes, I, I like do. the I like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you <laughs> my ass in a room, boy. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. We had a whole community, boy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's going to be nice. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But listen, man, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the show, Jules, we have a ton of listener letters that we got to catch y'all up on, which Jules and I already got a couple special episodes where we're going to do nothing but listener letters to catch y'all up. But we got a, two special ones that we wanted to do today. So, Jules, let's get into these listener letters, so the first listener letter came over from Malcolm. And Malcolm says, Jewels and prayers. I'm an ER nurse, and my fiance is constantly asking me to pick up additional 12-hour shifts so we can have more money coming in. He said, 
she asked me this because she says she can't do any more overtime at her job. Hmm. She says she does so much work around the house that it probably makes us even. The thing that pisses me off a little bit is she uses her vacation time to go on trips with her friends while expecting me to save my time off to use it only when I can go somewhere with her. He said, I don't think this is fair. How do I address this with her without starting a fight? <laughs> Simple. Tell her, tell her, hey, I got some time off and me and the fellas, we going somewhere. Oh, Jules, that's going to start a big ass fight and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as mom used to say, uh, uh, ain't what you say is how you say it. You know, you, you, you know, he got all the cards. He'd been working mad overtime. Mm-hmm. She um she can't do any more overtime, but when she go when she have her days off, she go kick it with her girls and they going out, you know, going you know on the trip or whatever, girls trip rather. All right, sit her down. Listen, I've been working. I don't know if you have to show your your statements or whatever the case may be, but look, I've been working so much. I want to take a few days for myself. I want to unwind, but I want to do a guy's trip and just get away and just relax and decompress. It, my thing is, how can she, how can she say no? As you know, that's being a hypocrite now. And if she have a problem with that, then there's a problem with the relationship. Because you, you sitting up there, you working, you doing anything for her, for yourself too, but for her, I don't know if they have kids or anything like that. But well, you know, once you, once you have some time, like, hey, listen, too much work. I mean, it's good to have that money, but I like for me, I love my downtime. I love being off, you know. And once you're off, you just want to be off and just want to sit and, and and relax. Just tell, just tell this lady, or you know, tell this girl, look, I look, baby, I just want to take some time off and go kick it with the fellas and go somewhere and just relax and come back and so you can be recharged and do it all over again. I, she shouldn't have a problem with that press. Like I said, if, if so, then they really need to have a conversation with their relationship. So, Jules, I just laughed in the beginning when you were just like, just tell her that you're going on a trip with your guys because that's some shit I would have done in the past. <laughs> and see, then I would have gotten myself in trouble and it would have been a right, whole right. thing, right? So that's why I was like, don't tell them to do that shit. But to the point that you made about it's not what you say, it's how yeah, you say it. It's how you say That's it, the right. vice ever, right? And not even just about this situation, Malcolm. You can use <laughs> that shit with anything, right? Because sometimes, man, the message is the message, right? But it's just how you deliver that shit. Mm-hmm. Now, to your situation, of course you know this shit ain't fair to you. <laughs> but life ain't fair. My mom's told me that a long time ago. I don't worry about things being fair or unfair. What I will say in this situation is she says that she's doing things around the house. Mm-hmm. So that she feels you like you guys are even. Only you can tell me if the things that she's doing around the house makes things even. Mm-hmm. Now, if you coming home from one of them late 12-hour shifts now and she greeting you at the door with like one of them little terry cloth robes on with nothing on underneath that sucker. And she got some nice dinner waiting for you. Mm-hmm. She got a nice little massage or something waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I might say she might be right. Okay. Now, if you get home from one of them 12-hour shifts... And this motherfucker on the couch chilling, <laughs> watching TV. Ain't nothing on that stove. Uh-uh. Then um, then I think you got some conversations that you could be having. Now yeah. I don't want you, I don't want y'all motherfuckers not getting all upset. Be talking about some prayers being he being an asshole. No, I'm not being an asshole. What's fair is fair, right? And in this situation, right. if this man is being asked to work multiple 12-hour shifts, he just working his regular shift. This is extra stuff. Right. This is extra, right. Is extra. Now, some people will say, well, that's the man's responsibility. Yeah, you know what? We do take on that responsibility. But damn it, we don't deserve to have a little extra now. We don't deserve to have some special treats. Mm-hmm. Some appreciation, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's yes. all I'm saying over here. Now, Malcolm, you only know if you're getting the right appreciation for your efforts. And if you're not, brother, that's the first thing that I'm going to say. Well, I'm going to keep doing these 12-hour shifts for what? We good with money around here. We don't need no extra. Right. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? If you just if you can't get no extra ships at your job, then go drive DoorDash. If you so damn money hungry around here. See, the you problem know, is 
Mm-hmm. She want all this money because she going on all these damn trips with her girlfriends. And this right. is one thing that I never understood. George. Right. Okay. Every once in a while, maybe once a year, you know, a little girl's trip, fine. You know what I mean? But if your woman has the constant need to want to go on girl's trips, then I mean, uh, she not fulfilled in this relationship. Because why she need to be going on these girl's trips? Because most of the time when you get a bunch of females together, it's going to draw the attention of who? And why does she need to be out just Uh-oh. only with her girlfriends? Well, is she not getting the attention that she needs? Mm-hmm. Right? That's another Ooh, thing. I never understood that's, that. Yeah, that's a good point, Perez. That's a good point. You know, I remember, uh, I hear, I've heard that, you know, when uh, a lady get married, she kind of had to kind of not totally dismiss her single friends, but kind of there's a line. Yep, got uh, the same. Yeah, and that's a good point you made, Prez. On if she's going to these trips, who sh- first of all, who, who's the friends, who's married, who's not, and how many times, and why do she need to go on so many girl trips? That's man, and if so, if that's the case, then right, then there's something else that needs to be addressed. So it, I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Now the other point, what he's talking about. She only want him taking his time to have with her. Now, I'm actually okay if my woman's like, hey, I, I want us to have intentional time. You work so much. I work so much. So when you take time off, I want to be spending that time with you. That's cool. But she needs to keep that same energy when it comes to her time off. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's only fair. That's mm-hmm. only fair. She get the, she get, not only she's not working OT, she's hanging out, but with her girls. So she didn't even hang out with you. No. So, yeah, I mean, it's only fair. That's why I was like, yeah, you should be able to like, hey, listen, I'm going to take a few days for myself. I'm going to go with the fellas and we go go to somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because she she's she's doing her. She really is doing her. She's doing her. So and, it's pro- like, and probably not doing him. Need some man to go out there. Listen, man, we, we be wanting them grown man gifts now. Miss <laughs> Malcolm's girl. Uh, hey, Miss Malcolm's girl. Start paying up. Grown man gifts. It's Malcolm's girl. You know what she should do? Not only she she should she agree to let him go, but she should foot the bill too. Jules, you know she ain't doing all that. She can't even Damn. pay for her own trips. Dang it. Asking this man to work all his overtime. <laughs> he paying for her trips or her girlfriends. <laughs> and, and you know what Malcolm should do? Malcolm should start working OT. Man, please. I, I'm working my 40 and calling it a day. Right. Life's too short, man. Where he over here working himself to death. Mm-mm. And it's a thing, too. The man said he a nurse. So he's over here putting himself in danger around all these people, probably with COVID and all kind of shit. And she ain't caring nothing about it. Yeah, go ahead and work some extra time off. What kind of selfish shit is that? Putting this man in harm's way where you can go out with the hands. Oh, Miss Malcolm's <laughs> girl. You are something else. Miss Malcolm's girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, listen, he's a man, dude. There's so much stuff on this one. He's away for a long time, too. 12 hours. That's a long, ooh, that's a long ooh, day. Oh, Jules hitting on something now. And she at the crib? Mm. She at the crib by herself, asking you to work extra overtime? Mm. Huh. What's really going on, Miss Malcolm, girl? And if she ain't giving you them grown man gifts, then who's she giving them to? Oh, Jules, you just stumbled upon something right there, bro. I'm sorry, Miss Mr. Malcolm. <laughs> Bruh, you better get Miss Malcolm's girl in check over there. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Oh Ooh. man. Oh man. I'm sorry that we had to tell you that during the holidays, man. I'm sorry. See, you know what? if it was me, Jules, uh-huh. I'd take my whole body of mistletoes and just make her have to just kiss everywhere. Hey man, that's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I work 12 hours of overtime. You about to work twelve hours of Malcolm? Damn! All right, hope put you. her to work. Damn! Hope you. <laughs> Damn! That's all I can say. Day of, on the second day of Malcolmus, right? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't kidding. See, we over here just giving you free game, Malcolm. I'm telling you, bro. You need to take. You need to take back control of your household. Damn it! You're right. Yeah, you're right. Tell her to polish off them damn sexy shoes that she probably ain't worn for you in like 10 years. 
Tell the polish some jokers off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then she can polish something else off. Ooh. All right, next mm. listener letter. <laughs> Listen. So now this one comes over from Jamie. And this one, Jules, a little bit more sad when it came over. But Jamie, don't worry. Because your boys, Jules and Perez, we got your back and we got you covered. But audience, Jamie reached out to us and said her boyfriend of six years broke up with her recently. As she said, she's been struggling with coping with his decision. Mm, okay. She said, Jules, she didn't want this breakup and was willing to keep fighting to salvage a relationship. She said in her eyes, he was her person. And the last thing she wanted to do was go back to the dreaded dating pool of online dating. Mm. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Now, what she said, Jules, is her ex-boyfriend has been really dismissive and cold about the end of the relationship and wants absolutely nothing to do with her. Damn. Now, she said her therapist has suggested that she institute a no-contact rule for three months and use that time to focus only on herself. And she says that she thinks that's a great idea, but she said she's struggling because all she could do is think of him and the memories that they made together over the last six years. She said it's been really tough for her to get out of bed most days. And she said with the holidays coming up, she said everything just feels very empty for her. Mm. She thought at this stage of her life, Jules, that she was past going to family Christmas dinners by herself. But she said, but here we are again. She said, I feel like my therapist is giving me the same advice that she gives to all her clients in this type of situation. She said, Jules and Perez, do you guys have any tangible advice on how to handle this? And how have you handled tough breakups in the past? Ooh, wow. Come on, Jamie. Damn, Jamie. I'm sorry. There is no... There's no... There's no magic pill I can... Well, <laughs> there's no magic pill I can give you into... And you can snap out of this just like that. Unfortunately, bad breakups, tough breakups, ugly divorces or whatever, it's going to take time. Time heals all wounds. Um, A friend of mine, this right here kind of reminds me of a friend of mine's. Uh, she caught her guy cheating, her husband cheating. Mm. With some ugly woman, too. That'd make it worse, too. <laughs> she showed me a picture. I was like, ugh. Uh, okay. I was like, man, my man. I said, man, my man. He didn't just. Yeah. Anyway. Um, swimming in the sewers. Yeah. I'm like, you know. So she had it. She was going through. And it's around this time of year. So. Her friends was around her. Her true friends. I was there. Other people and her girlfriends and sisters and family. You just need to surround yourself with family. Now, I know you don't want to get out of bed. I know you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to eat. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to shower. And all, you know, you just, how can this, you know, what happened? And you get all these things going through your mind. And what can I do? I was trying. I was doing this. This, unfortunately, he didn't want the relationship. And that's okay because if he didn't want you, then he was never meant for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was never the right one. Talk to her, Jules. You know, she he she tried, Press. She tried. She said on there, I, I, try, I tried to make this work. But God put people in place. God put people in your life to, that's that's for you. And this person wasn't. Now, maybe. Now, maybe if there's some time going and you guys are talking, maybe, maybe this cat was going through something. He just, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, prayers? Maybe he was going through something. He's like, you know, I can't be in this relationship now. You know, and you, and you have that. You have that. But that's a that but that's need to be taught. You know. You know, you need that needs to be communicated. But for this instance, so what we have here, surround you gotta surround yourself with people, you know, who love you. You know, it's cool to be, hey, you know what? I'm in my soaking mode. Cause you need that. You need that. You kind of need to kind of reevaluate some things and, you know, play some things on your head. But listen, baby girl, he, he was, mm-mm. no, don't, don't soak. This is the time of year, press. 
to be around family and friends and be festive and sing and dance and drink eggnog and spike eggnog and and and, and eat turkey or whatever the case may be. Get on, get on up there, get around family and friends. You're gonna feel so much better. And talk about it. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel you're gonna let all that stuff out. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it talk about it. Cry, hit, punch, break things. But you want to get all that stuff out because that's when you start to heal. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I got, man. Don't don't sit in the house by yourself now. Get on out there. Get 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 out there. Be around friends. Be around family. Talk about it. Air that stuff out. Don't internalize it. Air it out. You know, he'll yeah. you know, so just just you know, that's 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 what that's that's my thought. I hope I hope, I hope that helped, uh, Jamie. Hey, Jules, I thought that was really good advice, man. I, I'm not going to add too much to it. The one thing that I want to just say to you, Jamie, right now is give yourself grace, right? I know that, you know, you want to sit here and try to figure out why did he do this, right? And, and oh, man, I didn't want this. And I wanted to try to make it work. Well, you can't make something work for two people. So to the point mm-hmm. that Jules made, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to say this to you necessarily because if you in your mind feel like he was the one who am I to tell you otherwise? But what I will say is, if somebody wants you, they're going to do their damnness to make sure that you never get away from them. And if he's freely allowing this, then I think he's telling you right there that in his mind, he doesn't see it with you. And that can't ever be easy for somebody to feel that type of emotion, Jules, right? No one wants to feel like they're rejected. Nobody wants to feel like I'm like not good enough for someone. But you are. Mm-hmm. And what I would use this opportunity to do is to do what your therapist is, is recommending. Focus on you. Maybe you could use this time to, you know, get stronger in your faith. Maybe you could use this time to do something with your fitness. Maybe you could use this time to focus on personal goals that you have, right? There's all type of things that you could be doing. Maybe you've been spending so much of your time focusing on this relationship and this person, and you've probably been neglecting yourself. The one thing that I would always say, Jules, and this is something my grandmother used to always say, she said, things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that, bro. Yes. Sometimes we don't understand why things happen, but it's a reason. There's a lesson in that. And maybe in that six-year time period, maybe that was something for you to learn over the course of that six years. Now, it probably doesn't feel like it right now. You probably are sitting here scratching your head like, I didn't learn anything. All I have is pain. But- what I will say is, from some of the greatest pain I've ever had in my life, has been some of the greatest triumph. Mm. And uh, you're bigger than the pain that you feel right now. This is temporary. I mean, if we think about this life in itself, and I'm, I'm going to get real deep here for a second. All of this shit is temporary. I don't want you or anybody else who's listening to this show right now to sit here and let any single person on this earth ever reduce you to the point of you feeling worthless like this. To the point where you don't feel like you can get out of the bed. Fuck that. Get up out of the bed every day for you. Because guess what? That person on the other end that you're feeling that way towards, I guarantee you he's not having no problems getting out of the bed. You have to do for you because at the end of the day, who is? People aren't feeling sorry for people out here, man. People will run you over. It's the sad state of where we are today. I understand that you're hurt. I understand that you're feeling like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? I know what you're going to do. You're going to be the Jamie you was before you met this man. And guess what? A year from now, you're going to be better for going through this. You're going to be stronger. Oh, yeah. You're going to find somebody in your life that was meant for you. And you go look at this loser, you're gonna be like, Psh, man, please. You didn't deserve me for them six years. Mm-hmm. And guess what? This new person, whenever that person is ready for you, whenever you're ready for that person, they'll find you. And you're gonna learn from the things that you did in that relationship, but you also gonna learn from maybe there was things that your ex-boyfriend treated you a certain kind of way that you didn't deserve. And you maybe accepted it and tolerated it. See. There's things that we don't necessarily pay attention to in that moment, but when you have a little time removed from it, 
then you start to have that understanding, Jules, where you're just like, you know what? I was real leaning about X, Y, Z. My girl was over here making me work 12-hour shifts, and I didn't get nothing in return for it. Mm. That's some bullshit. Going back to you, Mom. The point of me just saying this to you, Jamie, is family, your support system, and your faith, whatever that is. Those are the things to lean on. Mm-hmm. But draw on that inner strength that you have. You wouldn't have made it this far if you didn't have that. Ain't no man on this fucking planet worth you sitting here and not moving on with your life. That's all I got for you. Be the bad motherfucker that you are, Jamie. You got this. Well, Jules, let's get to some of our Christmas movies here, man. The ones that get us all in our feelings, get us all sentimental. The the audience, they 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 love when we, you know, get to rapping about, you know, Christmas time. Y'all never talk about the, the movies that make y'all feel all good inside. So I was like, you know what? We got y'all. So Jules, what you got for them first? Man, prayers. Dude, you know, early in the show when I was talking about how this time of year we, you know, just the, the music and the movies and the, and the festivities and the lights and all that. Man, one thing I know when when it's Christmas time, hell, even sometime when it, when it's not Christmas, I I have no idea. But <laughs> the National Lampoon Christmas movie, yes, sir. It's like that's like the. I don't know, like the anthem or something, like, in, in a way. And, and the reason why I say it sometime not on, during Christmas, because I could have sworn they played that thing in, like, in July. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, so those are one of the prayers. I know we talked about these things, movies before, but the feel-good movie, man, that's, like, to me, that's a feel-good movie, man, when you see Chevy Chase trying to give his, trying to give his uh, uh, Christmas uh uh, the family at Christmas party and dinner and all that stuff and everything went wrong and not nothing's going <laughs> white right and the lights is not working and, and and the dog is chasing the squirrel and the eggnog got cat hair and stuff <laughs> Dude, you know man that movie I could watch that movie every anytime it come on I could watch it man but those that's one movie out of out of five that when it comes on man that's a feel good movie. You know what? I just watched that one last night again, man. I was cracking up, man, when he was on the roof and <laughs> hanging off the side of the house and shit, and then his sign that goes into the neighbor's crib. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, them neighbors was getting treated. Uh, uh, Julia Lewis, uh, Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, too. <laughs> but to your point, Jules, I think that's the one. You know, it reminds me of when I was a kid, right? Because every Christmas, bro, that was one of the movies that I watched. Yep. And it wasn't on my list, Jules, but like listening to you talk about it, it made me think about little childhood prayers, man. And like just, you know, some of those moments around the holidays. Because seeing Chevy Chase do all that shit, man, it just cracked me up, man. Because <laughs> I always thought like, man, he doing too much. <laughs> I, I I mean... Everything that went wrong, that you think of and go wrong went wrong. He got the the cousin in law uh, coming in in his uh, RV and yep. snots and his dog, their dog snots and and you got the old grand grandfather burning up the tree and dude, I mean that that movie got a lot in it, man. That you just be tripping out, dude. And man, that's like yeah, like you say. I can watch that. I can watch that anytime. Come on. That's now I ain't watching it. Though, now the thing is, prayers. I ain't watching it in July because I'm throwing off. No, no, I can't watch no. I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm like, no, I can't watch that kind of stuff until after Thanksgiving has passed. Um, I can't really start getting into that Christmas spirit. I don't listen to no Christmas music. No, it's after Thanksgiving. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. I know it'd be folks out here. They by October they listen to the Christmas music. I'm like, y'all need to stop. No, I don't, I don't want to rain on nobody parade, but I'm just saying okay. that's how I do. You know, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so one of the movies on my like make make me feel good list is uh The Last Holiday. I don't know if you okay. remember that one, Jules. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the one with Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And then that one, man. You know what, Jules? That one just it it, it just reminds me of kind of like the the journey that I'm going on right now in life, where I'm just like. 
not that like I'm having any sort of like terminal illness and going through anything like that, but it's just like I'm just enjoying life right now, man. I'm just mm-hmm. doing me. And in that movie, bro, she was doing her. And everybody that she came across, Jules, she left a lasting impact with them, right? And they saw her spirit. They saw how like she was just embracing life. And just like I was talking about earlier in the episode, I just want people right now just to enjoy life, man, because we don't get a lot of it. Like I was telling Jamie a second ago, Jamie, I want you to live your life. Right. Don't be out here, you know what I'm saying, stuck on somebody that's not worried about you. Go out there and let your light shine. And in this movie here, man, Queen Latifah, she did that, man. And, and the movie always gets me choked up, man, just kind of just seeing her going through some of these, the trials and tribulations. Because you know what she's going through behind closed doors. But anytime she's out there surrounded by other people, Jules, man, she's just living her life. And it's just such a, it's such a great movie. Such a great movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it this year so far. That's a good one, Press. I haven't, it's been, it's probably been a couple of years since I watched it, but no, you're right about it, man. You hit the nail on the head on that one, man. Even though stuff is going on, man, just, you know, it's not, it's one of them things. You don't, you don't let it defeat you. You're going to keep living your life. And and then how you have, what you say at Press, how she leave a, 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 a impression, a great impression with people she met and stuff. I mean, you can take that. And just use that just a daily basis, man. Just, just how you just be, how you like, uh, uh, how you act towards other people, even even people strangers, people you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? First impressions go along. I mean, it's the best impression. Uh, I try to do that every, you know, you know, Pres, you know, you, we 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 older now, and we you know, you walking in, and you walking down the street, or you walking in the store, you say hello, you speak. Those, those are small things. You hold the door for somebody, if something drop, hey, you drop something, pick it up, you know. That's that, that you know, those impressions, man, and, and it's infectious, like 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 we said before, and it and it should spread, and and other people will do it, man. That, but that that's a good one though. So. The next one, man, you know, it, all these are childhood-type movies I got on my list, Perez. And the next one is Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, man, you know, one of, like another feel-good uh, movie, uh, Christmas movie, when when you see it, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we get Christmas. We get Christmas time. And, you know, those are the ones I remember as a kid uh, watching and, and drinking eggnog, and I'm sitting with my brothers and uh, probably my mom, my father. You know, he probably was watching some sports or something. He probably wasn't watching Charlie Brown. And um uh just watching just watching and just, you know, with Snoopy and the and the crew uh uh present. And it's just one of those movies you uh, it's one of them animated cartoons where you you know, you, you watch it and just it just it's just a feel good movie. I I can't explain it. And then you got you know, line they say broke down the meaning of Christmas and it got a little matches message and stuff in it. Just a good just a good one. I mean, that movie, I mean, this was a movie that came out when my mom was a kid, right? And right. when your mom was a kid. And it's the movie that people pass down. And that's, when we were coming up, that's what was on TV all the time. It's off TV now because I think one of the streaming platforms bought the rights to it. And right. that's kind of like right. a loss for the kids in this mm-hmm. generation. Because, dude, we, it was on TV all the time for us. You know what I mean? After Thanksgiving, that Charlie Brown Christmas was out there. And I love the, the meaning behind this movie, right? Because... Right. To your point, Charlie was looking at the commercialization and all the bullshit that was going on around Christmas, and he was trying to find that deeper meaning of Christmas. And that's kind of been the thing, Jules, for me lately, that I don't need no gift from nobody. I think I've told you this, man. I don't want nobody buying me anything, bro, because that's, to me, that's not what this holiday is for. Mm -hmm. This holiday for me is about deepening my connections, not just with family or friends, man. And I want the people around me to know what they mean to me. That's what this holiday is for me, right? And that one to me, Jules, is like, it wasn't on my list. But when you said that one, I smiled instantly because it brought me back to little kid press. Yes, yes, man. man. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Dude, dude, I like that, man, because, dude, that's what Christmas, we we, we grow as men with families and stuff. And we sit up here going back to our childhood, just thinking, like, I remember when I was sitting there and I was drinking egg, not having dinner or whatever the case may be, watching it with my my family and just laughing and cracking up and, like, you know, just just being a kid. And then, like, you know, and then you have that same feeling back years ago, you know what I'm saying? 
that same feeling come out, you reminisce and you bring and it brings smiles and stuff on your face, man. So man, man, I'm I'm glad we we rapping about this. And I hope people, I know people when they gonna listen to this movie, they're gonna they're gonna do the same thing. Yeah, man, and I hope that they are, Jules, because these are the these are the moments in life that matter. This is the stuff that that means something, right? And it's great. I know that probably you guys got a bunch of presents under your Christmas trees as you're listening to this, and somebody probably bought you this purse that you wanted, or for the men out there, somebody probably got you the the thing that you wanted to use in the garage and whatever equipment mm-hmm. that you that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that stuff is all well and fine, but it's material stuff. The stuff that's going to be carrying on for generations after generation are your memories. Yes. And that's why this episode for me is just so meaningful because, you know, Jules, I didn't even know what movies you was even going to do, but already you got me over here and I'm kind of getting in my feels a little bit, man. So like, man, <laughs> I appreciate your movie so far, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. My next one up is the, the best man holiday. This one came out in 2013. Okay. And Jules, you remember this movie, man. I mean, <sighs> that, that best man, uh-huh. Yep. Movies and stuff like that. I mean, it was just a whole trilogy of just movies back out the back. And that to me, it was black excellence. Right. We this was one of those examples for me as as a as a teen looking at the best man and just seeing how they like kind of came up together, a group of brothers that were friends, mm-hmm. involved into having families and you know, just you know, becoming adults out here in the real world with real world problems. But this movie here, man, that's when Mia gets sick. Yes. And it just again, it just kind of puts a perspective the real meaning of life, right? And it's people, man. It's not things, it's people. Um, and avoid that Lance had to 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 try to feel out here was losing his wife. And you know what I'm saying? You saw him, he was starting to wild out and do all that other stuff. And he's doing that. He's acting out of character because right. the only person in, in this world that actually knew him was her. Was her, yeah. And that's one of my things when you look back at the people in your life, Jules, and audience. You know that those people that's been in your corner from day one that don't want nothing from you except for you to be the best version of yourself. And that's why this movie always gets me on my feels because everybody's got that Mia in their life. You mm-hmm. know who that person is. Mm-hmm. Hold them tight. This is that time of year where that person needs to know what they mean to you. Ooh. Hey, hey Prez, you, you said it there. I ain't even... Ain't nothing else to talk about, man. Dad, <laughs> you said it, man. I'm just going. I'm I'm going to my next uh, my next movie because you hit you hit on the head on that one. That was that was his. I'll say this, Brad. That was his rock, man. Yep, that was his rock. Damn, I'm over here thinking about you know thinking about my wife and and, and how how she is. She's she's my Mia, you know. Mm, talk to man. Ooh, we man, you gonna hey, hey, right, we gonna get on. You gonna get me choked up over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my my next one is uh, when I I, I when I, we used to come up with this list, prayers, I was like, man, I'm going back, man. Feel good movies that that's for for Christmas time, Christmas movies feel good, and I love this movie. I love another another uh cartoon, and that's how the Grinch stole Christmas. I love it. Man, because you know, everybody's everybody's seen this movie. They made hell. They made a remake of it uh, not too long ago, but I'm talking about the original. The original. Uh, and my, you know, saying you know, you got the Grinch. Of course, he, you know, he doesn't he doesn't like Christmas. He all that who you know the who bills and who people little Sue and all that stuff. So you know, he ended up taking the present. But what happened? Because what you just said, Press, when you were talking about Christmas is, is, is more than just presents and stuff like that. And that's what the Grinch found out. When they came together, even though they didn't have presents, they didn't have turkey, uh, they didn't have lights and, 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 and Christmas trees and bulbs and gifts and stockings, they still was appreciative and they was still was singing and they still had each other. They had life. They had, you know, saying family. And the Grinch saw that and was like, and his his heart grew three th- three times uh, uh, his size. So it's a great it's a great it's a great movie. Uh, it, it explains all that, and it, and it shows you know people can change, people's feelings can change, mm-hmm. you know, you know people's hearts can change, and and that's why that's that's on my list. And I like that one, Jules, because to the point that you made, people can change. I think mm-hmm. that. 
in this day and age, we're so quick to write people off for, you know, making mistakes and things of that nature. But hey, man, sometimes people, <laughs> it takes them a little bit longer to figure shit out and to learn and, and to understand, you know, the, the meaning of things. And so that movie is, is awesome because in today's times, you got people out here that are lost, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And mm-hmm. hey, sometimes they need to be exposed to what the Grinch was exposed to because once mm-hmm. he was exposed to it, then what happened? He changed his thought process. He changed it, man. He was he. Hey, they had. Hey, that cat was sitting at the head of the table carving the ham. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's just a feel good move. At the you know at the end of you like, oh man, and man, my man took everything, man. And then when he changed, when he found out the truth, when he found out that meaning, and he came down and blew that trumpet and. Gave everybody a pit present and stuff, and Winnie Carter took. Man, that was good. It felt you when it went off. You was feeling good when it went off. Yeah, yeah, no, you were, you were. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads me to mind the Christmas story because that's yes. what that movie was for me. And I know I've talked about this movie in the past, but I'm gonna kind of talk about it in a different way than I talked about it in the past because in the past. I kind of talked about it from the standpoint of, of Ralphie and his pops, right? We we know that he wanted the BB gun, right? And mama didn't want him to have it. <laughs> and, you know, pops made sure that he had it. We talked about that last yeah. Christmas because we talked about uh-huh. it from the standpoint of pops didn't let him down. But the angle that made me kind of feel good about this for, as from a kid standpoint, seeing that unit working together, man, in, in the household. And that was something as a kid that I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, it was just my mom's. And, and and listen, she did the best that she could do. But a movie like this, Jules, it had me as a kid wishing I had that type of dynamic growing up, right? And I had some friends that, you know, that grew up in two-parent households. And I always, you know what I'm saying, watched and observed. And it was one of those things that I always, from afar, be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Seeing how mom was against him having the BB mm-hmm. gun. And how dad was like, no, nah, I'm, you know, saying make sure you have it. That was something for me that I wish that I had growing up because it was just me having mom like, no, nah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <Bruh>. You know, <laughs> I had the other the other side of the equation. Like, well, now let's let's think about it here for uh-huh. a second, right? <laughs> that even though Ralphie did end up doing what mom kind of thought was gonna happen, right? Future, I help. But my thing is, you know, you know how pops are, man. They they want to make sure that you had them experiences, man. And then that's what we talked about before with this movie is that, you know, dad still knowing, hey, it probably is going to be dangerous, but this is what my son wants and I'm going to make sure he got it. So that was something for me that is kind of like one of those meaningful things because growing up, I didn't have that side, you know, and then that was something that as a kid, you know, I talk about it all the time that children shouldn't grow up in households, man, where they don't have both parents, you know, mm. because you need both of those parents. You know, one per parent, yeah, that, they can make, you know, a difference in your life. But I always think the kids are well-rounded and balanced, you know, by having both uh, parents in the household. So that's why that one's uh, significant to me. Chris, I'm going to keep on talking because, of course, that's on my list. I'm going to keep on talking because I was fortunate and, and, and blessed to grow up in a two-parent household. And I can kind of, you know, I can relate to some of the things in that movie where, um, you know, you had, <laughs> like I said, you had the, you had his, you know, the pops and, 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 and moms was, you know, saying, uh, working together and, and it was Ralphie and his, and his, and his brother. So I had a couple of brothers, you know, I have two brothers growing up and some of the things we, they did on there that we have done. Somebody played Santa and did and pass and pass out the gift. I can, Picture, I can remember my father pinching off the food when Miles was making dinner, Christmas dinner, you know, because she made it the night before and she was cooking all night. And I, I remember him going up in, in the kitchen, you know, getting a spoon or something. And there's some 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 things in that movie that that that, you know, that hit home with me and, and, and relates. And it's like it's ironic and stuff. like that. And it's like it's like it's. And 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 not forget they played the hell out of that thing on, on Christmas Eve, press twenty four seven. So, but press that movie right there. I all time. You can put a hundred. The list of a hundred best Christmas movies. That one's going to be your top one. 
Mm-hmm. That one's going to be your top one because, you know, as a kid, we can relate. We wanted that that main gift. Yeah, we got other things, but that main gift you want. I remember it. I want that main gift. Now, prayers for us, uh, like like for me, I remember I wanted that, uh, oh, man, Tyco. I think it's called Tyco, the, the remote control car. But, hell, forgot it. But, but you know, remote control car. Remember, prayers, remember we used to go out there with the remote control cars and, and, and go up and down the block and stuff. But that was that, that man gift I wanted. I know that probably don't sound much to people out there. There's some people out there. But it was, it was oh, much to but- me. You remember the story I told you on the show how <laughs> growing up, I wanted that remote control car was the standalone, and I don't right. only had the yeah, one yeah. with the fucking cord. You got the <laughs> and I'm running with the goddamn car. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man. And I it, and I and to this day I still have it. No, it doesn't work. And I don't, I don't know where you can find them batteries for it, <laughs> but I still have it. But, dude, movie, you know, uh, Christmas story. Ah, I mean, all time favorite, all time favorite. You know, I can, I can, I can watch maybe two or three times back to back to back. But then, then it's all right, that's it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of chuckled over here, Jules, when you talked about your dad pitching off the food and yep. shit because. <laughs> I can totally see him doing that. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mom be chill because he eat chillings and oof. Mom be uh, making them chillings and he, the whole house smell like chitlins and, uh, and, and 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 greens and turkey. Man, oh man, Press. Just when she was when 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 a mom on that show was cooking dinner, it reminded me of my mom when she was cooking. She stayed up all night. Yep. Man. Yep. She stayed up all night. Those good old days, man. The house yeah. is having all the good smells. Yeah, you got all the, the gifts under the tree, man. Oh, man, we wake <laughs> up. We we wake up, and you know, the night before, it, it, there was no no gifts. Go to sleep, like oh, if you if you don't go to sleep, sign ain't gonna come. Oh, let's go to sleep, me and my brothers. Come uh-huh. on, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no fucking around. No, we was good. It was like, no, nah, we ain't staying up. No, we stay up talking and you know doing something. Boy, we was we was in the bed, got them jammers on, and in the bed, wake, got up. Always Christmas. You couldn't sleep. You couldn't no. sleep. You 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 was ready. You was you was ready for Christmas. Then finally, you went to sleep and wake up and like, oh, presents. <laughs> then your parents coming in, and then there you go. Somebody somebody's playing Santa and stuff, just like off the Christmas story, man. So yeah, so that too was on my list. Another another feel good one. Yes, sir, man. Uh, I'm going to follow mine up with the preacher's wife. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So now this one, most people, when they think about Christmas movies, they don't talk about this one. But for me, this is a dope movie in a sense because you got to think about the storyline here, right? And it's basically a a pastor and his wife, right? They're childhood sweethearts. Mm -hmm. They get married. They have a kid. He's struggling with his church, but he seems to be more focused on the things that are going on outside of his household. And maybe not what's going on inside the household and kind of ignoring his wife and not, you know, giving her the the attention that she probably needs, right? Here comes Dudley's character, played by Denzel Washington, not to give you guys a film review. Mm-hmm. But the reason why this is a feel-good story, just in a sense, because in this movie, if you're paying attention to the parallels, it's basically reminding us all to never let anything in your life ever interrupt what really matters to you in your life and that's the people in your family the people that are in your household right because those are the really people that matter to you at the end of the day and Denzel Washington's angel character who obviously started to have feelings for Whitney Houston's character Mm -hmm. by contrast that helped Henry to understand like hey you know what let me figure this shit out now (laughs) yeah I got you Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's a, it's such a cool story because obviously, man, you got Whitney Houston and that beautiful voice, and mm-hmm. uh, my my God, bro! Anytime, like even now, when I hear her sing, it still it will cause me to kind of like just stop and just like just really marvel at just who she was, man. And my God, that voice, the soundtrack oh, yeah. for that preacher's wife, it just always gets me in my feels, man. And she had that one scene where they're singing in the church. 
Boy, every mm-hmm. time she get up there and start singing that solo, man, I get a little tear in my eye, man. I just can't, I can't help it. It's just, it's just something about that movie where it's just like she was just like such an angelic presence. You know what I mean? And oh. uh, it's just the story, man. I just this, I implore people if you haven't watched this movie, check it out. Right? It's not going to be one of those movies that people are talking about winning any sort of like heavy awards or anything right. like that, but just uh-huh. a great storyline and just something that's so applicable to just everyday people. Just how we get so busy with life. And then the people around us kind of become afterthoughts. So, man, I hear you, Chris. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I definitely got to catch up on it and watch it again. But I remember, I remember that church scene, man. Whitney, just oh man, mm. man just an angel, man. Her voice, you know, that's that's just a, a God's gift right there. Mm-hmm. You know, boy, she man, she can she boy, she has some pipes, didn't she? Didn't she? Didn't mm. she? Didn't she? Didn't she? Man. But then also too. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the villain in the in the whole thing where the developer who's trying to change the neighborhood, and that's what we're seeing in today's times, right? And mm. in this movie, the husband was trying to stop the developer from taking over the neighborhood, right? And affecting the church and taking the church. And one thing when we look at our inner cities right now is a fight for them, right? Because you got people that don't come from these communities that are trying to come and buy them up. And that was another parallel in this movie that was just really, you know, just really strong to me. And then when you look at today's times, Jules, it just, I'm like, wow, you know, mm. so I think something for us all just as a people to just continue to make sure we stay awake and vigilant, you know, especially when it comes to our community. Hey, man, that's a good point, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're right. All right, Chris. Hey, my last one. Yes, sir. My last one is The Night Before. Okay, yes, sir. <laughs> now, a little twist. I mean, I looked at this thing. You had three longtime best friends, you know, trying to trying to get to a party and this and that. But I look at the meaning as like when we was young, uh, Press, before we had families and careers and things, you know, life just 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 happened. You know, getting away where. We used to where we used to hang out or, you know, used to do things. And it's like, you know, you kind of uh, you get away with it because, you know, like life, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, things happen and you're not you can't get out like you used to and stuff. You know, that that movie right there kind of kind of remind me of that when I was when I was watching it and, you know, you had the three you had the three friends, like I said before, you know, they was hanging out every year. But one of them's like, hey, you know, it was it. One cat ended up having a wife and a, and a baby. The other one was a star athlete and, you know, just busy. And the other one going through the situation, that was it for them. And they wanted to have one more Christmas, one more, one more Christmas party, one more, you know, hanging out with, you know, with the, with the fellas, to, you know, together and stuff like that. So watching that movie just made me think about how, how, how we were press, uh, us and other cats that we, we rode with and, you know, how we hung out and then, you know, how life comes up and things happen. But no matter what, we still we still guys, we still we still cats, we still boys, we still family. And and we get together when when, when we can and nothing change. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, uh, brother. We, we don't we talk about that all the time. man. when yeah. we when we finally do get back all together, man, it's like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, bro, that, that movie right there, I think that's a perfect way to like just kind of in the episode because that movie right there it reminds me of those crazy times that we had because you you look at that movie and you see that last night it was a shit show mm-hmm. but guess that was us mm-hmm. and i would have had it no other way man because you gotta think about all the stories that we got <laughs> yeah we before we got in there we talked about one yep yes sir yeah. yes sir yeah. that's one day we're gonna have to really dig into that one on one of these shows but <laughs> brother I wouldn't have it any other way, man, because one day when it's all said and done, man, and I'm going to be in my final moments, those are part of the story that I'm going to remember. I'm not mm-hmm. going to remember something that Jules bought me. I remember, mm-hmm. man, some of them crazy times that we had racing all over Chicago. As <laughs> 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 teenagers. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Yes, sir. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's a great one, man. That is a great one. I, um, 
I had another movie, man, but I'm just going I'm gonna save it because Jules, I just think that was just the oh, perfect sure. that was the perfect movie, man, for us to go out on because bruh, that movie right there the night before, you had three guys, man, that they knew each other before the the guy was a star athlete. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's the people in your life that really matters, the people that really fucking know you. Not the people that know you because of what you become. The people that knew you before you became something or somebody. Man, Jules, you, you and some of the other people in my life, Jamar, you know what I mean? Doug. Man, you guys mm-hmm. knew me, man, before my story had even even had chapters in it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Before I could even see the potential or promise of what life had in store for me. And to me, those are the people during this time of year that matter. Those are the people at the end of the day, man, when the Christmas time comes up, that's family. That's what keeps my heart full. And that movie right there, Jules, it just reminds me of those good times that we all had because to the point you made, man, as men, we got to grow up, right? And they say that as men, sometimes you got to, you got to, you know, stop doing foolish things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I ain't going to lie to you, man. <laughs> sometimes I think back to some of the foolish shit we did, man. I sit here and I crack up sometimes, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I sit over here. I'll be going through something, man. And then I'll think about something random <laughs> from high school or some of our times after high school. And I'll just be sitting here chuckling. I was like, boy, we have been through some times, man. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh man, you and me both, man. Oh man. I've been smiling this whole man. I've been smiling this whole time, boy. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Audience, listen, we we appreciate you guys for you know rocking with this show, being here for us, man. We 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 can't wait to kick off a really awesome 2024 season of content. We're going to go all the way through. It's going to be no breaks, you know what I'm saying? Because we've taken some impromptu breaks here over the last couple months, so we're going to go all the way through. So, But we appreciate you guys, and we hope that you guys have the, the best Christmas and make memories in 2024 because, like I said, man, if anything you guys took from this episode, I hope you took from the fact of it's all about the people in your life, man. It's about making memories it's about making sure you are living because, man, work and all the things that, you know, bills and all that kind of shit, man, that shit ain't going anywhere. <laughs> That's going to be a part of your story forever. But, man, we don't live to work. Jules and I say this all the time on the show. So go out there, make memories, enjoy this holiday season, make the most of it. Jamie, for real, <laughs> I want you to really make sure that you're enjoying this holiday season. Jules, go on and hit him with that curtain call, bruh. Press this curtain call goes out to Josiah Bell. Bell is a fifth grader at Kipling Elementary in Chicago that has a 4.0 grade point average and a perfect attendance for the first half of the school year. For all the negative that is spoken about young black kids, we will make sure to highlight the ones that are doing things the right way. Wow. Josiah Bell, President Pull It Back the Curtain Podcast family. We'd like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Sir Jules and Angel Sai, I hope you and your pops enjoyed the uh, Bears game. That's courtesy of Chicago State of Mind, our other publication here, man. But like to Jules' point, man, we want to make sure that we highlight these young kings out here doing things the right way. Happy holidays and audience. We appreciate you guys and your continued support of the Pull Up at the Curtain podcast. Without you, we wouldn't be.